You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. Well, I am really delighted for today's guest. On the air with us, we have Connie Dean, who is Career Technology Liaison. Welcome to the WKHS studio. Oh, thank you. Enjoy being here. I'm so glad you're here. We got to do a little uh, tour of the studio and meet with meet with um, Chris Singleton and learn more about the history and just sort of see all the the spaces, which is really important for for community members and anybody kind of tied to the school to to see the only student run radio station in the state of Maryland. Isn't that exciting? Yes, and it's very yeah. very impressive. That's awesome. So, I can we dive into what what is it what is it that you do with your role as career technology liaison? What what are your how did this role come about and and kind of what are you doing throughout throughout the day? A good question. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a new role that just started um, this past summer. So we're developing the position as we go. But I work with Kent and Queen Anne's counties um, under economic development offices. I'm a liaison basically between the schools in both counties and the businesses in the counties. So developing a lot of partnerships, finding ways, basically doing career development for the schools and the students, workforce development for the businesses. So trying to find ways to link that together and help both sides. That's awesome. That's so important. And just, you know, knowing that we have a lot of conversations here about future. What do you, what do you, what excites you? What are you, how do you want to spend your time? And being able to make those connections between the community and the schools is is so important. So that's an exciting new role. Yeah. 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 And you're building it as you're, as you're putting it together. Yes. (laughs) We're very familiar with that. A lot of needs assessment on all ends. Needs assessment on the, with the schools, needs assessment with businesses, any businesses in Kent County interested in working with us and Queen Anne's County um, visiting all the time, touring, trying to see how we can help with anything and find ways to partner with the schools. Uh, including Chesapeake College in the schools. Nice. So there's a lot of big, I work with a big partnership with Chesapeake College. That's awesome. great. Yeah, awesome. Well, good. Well, one of the things that we like to do on the College and Career Corner show is sort of take a professional journey with each of our guests. And especially because a lot of the work that, that we do or that I do is working with um, sophomores, juniors, and seniors thinking about their future. So if we could go back to high school for just a moment. I know we won't stay too long. Don't worry. <laughs> we won't stay too long. But what did you think you wanted to pursue when you were in high school? Actually, that's a funny question. Originally, I remember wanting to do something in the lines of physical therapy, something oh, medical. Okay. But that was because I was really into sports. Yeah. I was really into fitness kind of things and liked working with people. Okay. So, so well, that so from there, though, I realized the working with people piece somehow I branched into looking at education ah. and decided, well, you know, I could really always do the fitness piece as part of my hobby, my side jobs, like which I was starting to do when I was in high school. And then career-wise, work more working with helping people figure out things that they want to do and teaching people. Yeah. So I found, so I ended up going that route. Okay. 
And yeah. so you worked in Queen Anne's County, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, did. I, started, yeah, I started at Queen Anne's County High School, actually. Okay. Well, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I was, I was a teacher at Queen Anne's County High School in the very beginning. Okay. Yep. What did you teach? Um, I taught reading classes, mostly reading okay. at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then I ended up working with um, students that uh, really were interested in uh, trades, career development, and, like in the trades fields. So I got really connected in with what Queen Anne's County High School used to call back then their back hallway. But that was <laughs> because that's, that's, <laughs> that's, where have, that's where you had the room to have all the supplies for cosmetology, auto, welding, carpentry, all those different kinds of fields. And I took such an interest in that field and helping my students figure out what they wanted to do. Yeah. So that took me into the school counseling direction. Uh-huh. And then after that, I, for, I did that for a number of years and really did a lot with career development and helping students, whether they wanted to go to college or other, and realizing that there's a lot of opportunities out there that students don't even realize there are. Yes. Sometimes as adults and as parents, and we don't always re- recognize the opportunities that are out in our communities. Very true. In addition to going to college. So there's just so nothing against the college route at all. But not all students find that's for them. Right. Or sometimes there's something else out there they don't know about. So probably one of your later questions for me, I'll jump into that career awareness is just so important. Yeah. Helping people recognize what's out there and what's out in our own communities. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a surprise. So we do a, a um, MBRT does a career tours, we call it. And we actually go to different businesses in the county and do a tour, a physical mm-hmm. tour to see the space and students come away from that realizing, whoa, I didn't realize that a business could have, you know, they might think of one particular business. Let's take Dixon, for example, because it's big. Mm-hmm. They do manufacturing. I don't want to work as a manufacturer. I, I want to do marketing. Oh, well, funny you mention it because they also have people that do marketing and they have people yep. that do um, IT and sales and all kinds of, so it, it helps them build awareness that there's more there are more possible career paths within that one industry than just that the thing that they're focused on. So I think it's great the more you can build awareness or open their eyes to things that's that's huge. That's huge. So um, okay, so let's follow to this current position. So how how did this role um, come about, I guess? I would say it came about a lot from um, both Kent and Queen Anne's County didn't have a position that's full-time kind of thing to really try to make those connections you know mm-hmm. we had a lot of people trying to build them and try to find ways to connect the schools with businesses um, county commissioners were recognizing that their workforce needed we, we needed more workforce development in the counties Kent mm-hmm. County also both sides both counties and decided to come up with this position as a career tech liaison to be that person not a school-based personnel but with the county government the two counties combining together to um, make this part help with the partnerships mm-hmm. and that one of the big intentions in the beginning was to looking at um, creating more opportunities for internships or mm-hmm. finding the opportunities for internships and connecting that and helping the schools know what's out there so that the students and parents then will know but also Maryland Youth Apprenticeship Program mm-hmm. so I do a lot with both of those two programs but so in the very beginning, it was really about a matter of needs assessment. I really just had need to figure out what is it that businesses in Kent and Queen Anne need? Um, what is it that the school systems need? What, how can we combine and partner together mm-hmm. to make that happen and develop things? So this position has really taken some turns, but we're being really careful to, um, through the needs assessment, figure out what, what's needed yeah. and what do the business owners need? What do the schools need in terms of career development and helping all this work together for our community. 
That's awesome. That's so exciting. It's exciting yeah, work, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a lot of like, the, like you said, with the needs assessment, the background stuff, the, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out a lot of conversations, I'm sure. Like, what is it that you need? And I'm sure yep. that strikes like 10 new ideas. And you're like, okay, <laughs> wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's okay. rework, figure this out. I'm <laughs> sure your hands are full. <laughs> yeah. It can go all over the place, but we, we're really careful about really having a, a plan. Yeah. And like, here's, you know, where we know what we really want to accomplish. Yeah. So, yeah. Is, yeah. What's something, you know, maybe recently or since the beginning, when, when did this role start? When did you start this position? I started in June. Okay. So, so it's almost really not very long. Yeah. Ago. Not even a full year yet. <laughs> yeah, wow. Seven, eight months maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what was something maybe initially or maybe a recent development, a project that you're just really mm-hmm. excited about? Um, well, one of the things we're trying to do is connect, you know, there's different career pathways in both Kent County High School and then Queen Anne's County High School and Kent Island High School in the those three of the high schools that I work with. Um, of course, then we have sites on working more towards, you know, middle schools because we need to do mm. a lot of career development there to help people know what they want to do and work towards later when they're in high school with the programs. But there are a lot of programs that um, both counties would like to have, you know, but it's a lot of funding. It's difficult to have more programs, career and technology programs. Yeah. So one of the things that when I jumped in, um, and I'm housed in Queen Anne's County, in the um, visitor center in Queen oh. Anne's County. So one of the programs that had just started a partnership between Kent County, or sorry, Queen Anne's County Public Schools and Chesapeake College okay. was a culinary program uh-huh. because Queen Anne's County is, I think, the only county in the state that didn't have a culinary program. Oh, yeah. So they decided, and Queen and Chesapeake wanted to start one, also get back to having that. So there was a partnership had started. They were working on a program. So I jumped in and offered to help with that piece because part of that program is includes doing youth apprenticeships mm-hmm. as part of the program. So then they weren't, haven't been established yet. So I spent a lot of time coordinating that piece, and I work with a team at Chesapeake College and with um, Adam Tolley, also from Queen Anne's County um, CTE, um, to just develop that program, get it going, and it's underway, and it's going really well. That's awesome. So it's been great because we're looking to do more of those kinds of things. More with partnerships. Kent, yeah, yeah, partnerships that way where maybe we could find a way to add another area of a career pathway yeah by partnering with somewhere like Chesapeake College where we're develop they're helping develop programs too and then we work together to help the businesses in the long run because we're helping build a pipeline yeah for the businesses and workforce in general but also helping students to figure out what is it they'd like to do yeah and figure out how to get there Absolutely. And start working towards it yeah, yeah. and with every all of the conversations in education right now those things are happening earlier and earlier like yeah. talking to seventh graders what is it that you think you might like to do and they're like um play sports yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah. so just trying to get them in that that mindset of like okay well it's something you know if you could start in high school what would you like to do mm-hmm. and it's it's cool that you know students you know Kent County I know they can start ninth tenth grade with their career pathway so um that's a really great great opportunity but are there are there certain CTE pathways that you're hearing from all of the schools like we would like to do XYZ yeah one of um, one of the areas I hear a lot about is the manufacturing Mm. field in general which involves a lot of different things but not only is are the counties and Richardson in that but Chesapeake College is also looking to establish or develop a program in manufacturing again okay so that's one thing I've been working quite hard with Dave Harper at um, Chesapeake College um, we've partnered together and visiting different places now and trying to figure out, add to what they already know yeah. to try to look into a program like that. And I know that the other counties, it would be a great opportunity because there's so many. One of the things that I find in doing all my 
um, site visits for different places in the count two counties there are so many different what we would consider manufacturing companies Mm -hmm. that are awesome opportunities for people and i don't really know that as many people know about them or know about the opportunities in that area and then the other part would be uh, we'd like to help students that are interested parents interested for their students to find ways to help educate students in some of those fields before they get out of high school yeah to have some of those skills yeah soft skills and hard skills that they'd be prepared and ready to go in that direction yeah so yeah we're looking to make those kind of partnerships yeah different fields that's awesome so with the apprenticeship so what is the difference between the youth apprenticeship (laughs) and an internship that's a great question (laughs) when i first started this job that was when many people interchange those and think they're one and the same but they are different Uh the internship generally in both county our counties um both ken and queen anne it's a really an agreement between the student the parent the business owner and somebody at the school which is usually a school counselor or Mm -hmm. cte um, supervisor that's just okay they they set up here the goals the student's going to get for one credit at the school it's approximately seven and a half hours a week um Usually in both counties, it seems to be attendance is really important, obviously, towards the grade and of some projects that they do at the school, um, indicating what they've learned at the at the experience. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how that works. That can be in any fields. And it's primarily always looked at, try to find some kind of an internship that's related to their career pathway. So we're kind of heading in the direction of helping figure out what they want to do later mm-hmm. and getting the experience, building their um, skills, building their resume. Uh, on the youth apprenticeship part, it's a little bit more organized and more uh, with it goes with the Department of Labor. I hook up with um, a person at the Department of Labor who does the navigator um, who comes over here and visits places and works with any organization or any business that is considering doing a youth apprenticeship. The youth apprenticeship requires an educational component, which could be at the high school. It could be a program that's offered at the high school the student takes or even a class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then requires a, an apprenticeship, a business that's willing to um, work with that student, ag- agrees that that education in that program they're taking will benefit them in their workplace. And then they're um, offering 450 hours of work at their place. It's a paid position. Um, and they're also offering that you know, if things work out and if they're interested and develop, that there was opportunities for them to stay with them and move up in the organization. So they're... Um, and it has to be approved by Department of Labor. Mm-hmm. So the, the site gets approved from them to be eligible to offer youth apprenticeship before that's ever happens. And then um, then that's it's much more organized and having to be developed. So I find a lot of times businesses I work with are comfortable initially in some fields that are haven't done this before. Um, we talk about, let's try an internship for mm-hmm. a semester, sure. get a connection in, and then see if it's the, the youth apprenticeship is something you want to pursue. Because when you pursue the eligibility on the business end for a youth apprenticeship, you're just um, applying and getting approved that you're eligible to offer one. doesn't mean you have to. Mm -hmm. Um, So it pays to kind of look into it sometimes and see. And then sometimes that that internship may develop into, oh, this would be a great student and a great uh, partnership to do now a youth apprenticeship. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's really how the culinary program I talked about is working because that Mm -hmm. um, involves the course that the students are taking at... Chesapeake College, a culinary course that just started this semester, and there, um, I had them interview for different youth apprenticeships that uh, we found in the Queen Anne's County area for them that they could choose from. They interviewed for them, and then they're getting placed in those spots. Um, so it's going the whole process. They're going through the interview. They're going through presenting a resume, 
to the person they're um all the things involved in getting a job later mm -hmm. they're working on that now and then they're being placed and through the rest of this semester and in that case it's going to be this semester plus through next year these are juniors that's through the next year and they'll work on getting this 450 hours so the pressure isn't there that we have to that's a lot of hours yeah um it yeah. potentially could happen in a year but th it could be over whenever they start until they graduate from high school okay yeah so. that's so cool though yeah. that's great and do you know i don't know if you know this but how many do you know how many students in kent and queen anne's are taking advantage of youth apprenticeship or a ballpark idea it's a hard question to answer right now but um hate to bring it up yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> um the youth apprenticeships in maryland started uh right around 2018 yeah and so then 2019 into 2020 hit everything went the other way but it was well on its way and working and yeah and students i think there were five students in queen Anne's county that first year which is a good number i mean yeah it's something you're starting that's great and kent county i believe there I, i'm not sure i know there were several people who work with dixon valve mm -hmm. for example um i'm not sure the numbers right there i'd have to look that up but there's there were some there too mm -hmm. um because they had been already working on things, partnering earlier on um, with Kent County High School and Queen Anne's County. Um, so it, but then it slacked off because obviously we are virtually right. students are virtual for school, so it didn't make sense to be sending. Yeah, it didn't even look at sending students into business community. Yeah. So we're just built. It, it, that's why this is what has been a difficult time to start this mm -hmm. program because it's a little bit tricky getting everybody back in school and then also branch out into a business. But here, yeah, we do already have. There's four active apprenticeships happening in Queen Anne's County right now. Through, um, uh, one's getting started and there's several are looking to start for next year okay um same again okay yeah so it's it's developed we're looking at it more and more um and hope but the main thing right now is i think making sure we help people know that it's an option yeah um and it's been a hard time in the last two years to do that so we're kind of starting over in some ways um but i've met with the um the navigator the youth apprenticeship navigator for the state and actually right now we're actually higher than many of the other the bigger states with the number of youth apprenticeships we have happening right that's now. great so it, it, it's it's a overall <laughs> a yeah. challenge for everybody yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. honestly everybody that's come on the show for whatever <laughs> projects they're working on they're like and it's a building year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a rebuilding yeah. year we kind of forgot not forgot but like mm -hmm. you know there's things you can't control right yeah. so yep. yeah yeah because yeah. one of the other big pieces that i was looking to do if it's okay to move on yeah go was, ahead um career fairs we're looking to do um my intention is to do an inter interactive career fair for Kent and Queen Anne, maybe extend it to even a few other counties. But yeah. we decided this was not the year to do that. We weren't sure. It, we would have had to start working on that back in the fall right? Um, to create something for the March. And at that time, we weren't sure. That was, <laughs> was putting a lot of people in one place was a good idea. So we're looking at that for next year. Okay. So one of the things I'll be working on is really doing all the groundwork of looking to see how can we pull um, a career fair together in the local area with local businesses yeah. involved to help again career development for all the students probably somewhere in the round of eighth and ninth grade students and then um workforce development at the same time for businesses to give them the opportunity to share with students face to face what's yeah. all involved in their businesses and what's and awareness in general because yeah. like i said there's so many businesses in our communities in our two counties that not everybody knows about right yeah. 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 And even giving them the opportunity, you know, maybe they have 
reinvented themselves over the last couple of years or created a new piece of their industry. And this is the conversation that we have with students all the time is like, we're preparing you for jobs that we don't even know about yet. Exactly. (laughs) Which is like kind of crazy to think about, but like, we just want you to build your skills and be prepared for what might come because Mm -hmm. nobody saw 2020 coming. So, you know, what can we do to prepare you as an individual so that you can take advantage of whatever might come your way in the future? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, So I think, I mean, we kind of talked about this, but I had the question of like, do you think we'll we'll see a rise in career technology education? I mean, do you think this is, and especially with the the Kerwin Initiative and all these different things, Mm -hmm. like how, where do you see this going? Like how many students do you anticipate or what's a goal that you have for a number of students participating in these kinds of programs? Um, I think, definitely think career technology education is on the rise. Yeah. Um, There's, no matter what area people go into, it's also always nice to know, have more skills, mm-hmm. uh, even if students going on to college. It doesn't hurt to have those experiences and figure out what I want to do, what I don't want to do. Yeah. I always tell people, parents and students, it's just as important to figure out what you don't want to do as it is to figure out what you do want to do. Yes. Um, by the experiences in some of the career and technology fields, it, the skills build onto other things. Um, it's career fields not always a job that you're preparing for but a career field which is so so important because yeah. now you don't see too many people honestly in the future and it's already happening staying in the same job mm-hmm. um it's a great goal or dream for lots of people especially in our area but sometimes that's not happening anymore and there's a lot of with our young people it's they're developing skills to move jobs change jobs um through the career and technology education you have the opportunity to do that um, and there's such a wide field. When we say career technology education, it includes things with agriculture, HVAC, um, auto, I'm doing this off the top of my head, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> auto mechanics, or auto technology, sorry, um, welding, carpentry, um, cosmetology, nursing, computer science. Broadcasting. There's so broadcasting. <laughs> sorry. I, no. I'm just I'm just going through the list. Oh, I know. I there's think, so many. I think the... What's important to recognize about that, it's not all hands-on, traditional, what people think sometimes. Yeah. There's so many other areas, and then you can branch off. Could you go on to college later in an area or have a job after you do career in technology, mm-hmm. get a job and have a business that pays for you to get some more education later? Sure, that happens all the time. Yeah. There's so many different things. And then the other part of it is students who do go on to college, sometimes they're going to come back home, and maybe it isn't the field they want to do, or they come back home and... Um, or or move here from another place either way and just have skill a skill set of what they learned early mm-hmm. and then they have the education it's just there's so many opportunities once they start getting out there and cans on learning training yeah skills and the other part of the the skill development part it's not all about those skills the soft skills are just as important yeah it's just as important for students having the experiences of learning how important it is to be on time yeah. How important to be responsible. Yes. It's not just for school. <laughs> uh, any students are listening. It's, it's yeah. super important. All businesses, all employers I talk to, some of the biggest things they say, the most important things for them is that they can have an uh, employee that's who, who's dependable. Yeah. They're on time. They're going to be there. They're responsible. Um, and the other thing I see is te- technology experience. Um, it doesn't mean you have to be a, a techie. It doesn't mean you have to be the computer science person. But what I hear from most places is it's really important to check your email. Yeah. That simple as that, which um, 
I hear a lot, a lot of the students I work with say, oh, I don't check my email much. I was going to um, say louder again for the students right, in the back. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right now, it's that's a, that's an important thing to do yeah. because that's the communication sometimes at the job. So I always, when I was a school counselor, I used to always tell my students, be sure to check your email because there might be something from, if you applied to a college, you might hear mm-hmm. from them. If you applied mm-hmm. to a job, you might hear from them there. If I have something to offer you and there's an opportunity, you might hear from that quicker yeah so yeah if there's any students listening yeah check your email yes please (laughs) please please (laughs) and all the rules and things at school really apply to outside of school yeah Uh, businesses are looking for the same thing so schools aren't coming up with just rules and regulations to make your life more miserable (laughs) they're really they're they're partnering with the businesses it's all about developing your skills for life yeah yeah i feel like (laughs) some adults could probably use that training as well so we could maybe we could do an adult workshop on this hey, <laughs> that would be great hey, too you know we're always learning yeah there. exactly there's always opportunities to learn but I will <laughs> say you know even it doesn't matter where students are going just from the knowledge I have of the CTE programs at Kent County High School I mean looking right here in the studio students are learning communication they're learning sales they're learning marketing they're learning all kinds of different things that they can yeah. translate into whatever job and I think that's yeah. so awesome yeah. yeah and then it's the same thing with the businesses around I mentioned there's so many businesses I mentioned um manufacturing companies a lot but there's a lot more things to manufacture there's there's accountants there's business people Mm -hmm. there's the hr department there's all kinds of careers in all kinds of places right here in our back doors yeah 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 that's important for students to to realize and see too um so that's good so one of the things that i like to ask of all of our our guests in the show is you know what advice can you share i mean we kind of already went into a little bit of advice (laughs) no no i mean but i mean if you want to drive that point home again um, but what (laughs) advice will you share with someone who wants to pursue you know maybe we'll start with the uh, cte or career technology program Mm -hmm. what what advice do you have to share with like a junior for example in choosing a program, you mean? Or, or choosing a program or, or continue with a program or even like a freshman because mm-hmm. we're pretty soon, I guess, we'll have even middle schoolers thinking about yeah, CD programming. Definitely. Yeah, it's really, really important to take a look at yourself. Look at, look at what do you like to do? What do you not like to do? What are you good at? What What's harder? Mm-hmm. And try to look for links in those things. Um, it's always good to, as a young person, it could be middle school um, and early high school, Everywhere you go, pay attention to what people do in their jobs. Mm. What are people doing? Like sometimes we have this notion of what's, what it means to be um, a teacher. Mm-hmm. But what are all the pieces involved? What do you see them do all the time? Uh, when you go to the doctor, notice the different people in the offices, what happens there. You go to the grocery store, there's all kinds of jobs happening. Pay attention to what people do in their jobs and what looks appealing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also looking at, uh, okay, then be aware of what your school offers. Sometimes I don't think we do that. Sometimes um, I'm I'm guilty of it too. When I was younger, I had my younger kids. You know, what's available at the school? What are the opportunities? Instead of going the route that we think was always the best route to go, or mm-hmm. that our parents told us back in the past what was best to do. Take a look at now. There's so many careers out there that require maybe the training from high school or a two-year training, some a four-year. There's so many different levels that it's good to look at all of them and see what matches you the individual the most Mm -hmm. Um, how can you be successful in your career happy in your life kind of connect it all together and then the ct areas if if you find that there's an area that makes sense for you pursue it take a look find out more about it yeah Um, you can very easily in most cases prepare to, to 
be a student to get into college as well as complete a CTE program. Yes. And that's really important to I recognize and know. And I think one of my other things is keep your doors open. Mm. Make sure that you allow yourself to have lots of opportunities. And the way of looking in career fields as opposed to a job sometimes mm. is so important because then you can always be learning and changing and moving within that field yeah. in the future. That's awesome advice. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that's so important. And I love your point of um, what you don't like as well. Because mm -hmm. at my high school, we had I did child development because that's what all the girls did. We went to child development in home ec. And I discovered I do not want to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> from that program, thank goodness. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's important to... No, but, you know, the other thing too is really important as a student. I'm thinking now juniors, seniors, but even earlier on, it's really important to always put your best foot forward. Mm. It's always important to show people the best side. Think in terms of, you know, if I were in an interview and there were a hundred other people applying, what's going to make someone pick me over everybody else? Yeah. And that could be things like being on time to class, always being prepared. All those things work right into the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, and it's always going to help you. It's certainly not going to hurt you in any. But also be aware. So I think it's career awareness is the other big P. I've talked about that a lot, but mm -hmm. just being aware of things and trying to find ways to be more aware of careers and be aware of what your school offers make sure you're taking those advantage of those opportunities and ask questions yeah and yeah that's awesome well thank you well that that just just flew by i appreciate you coming to wkhs studio and coming on the show thank you so much for being here today sure thank you and i'm like i said it's very impressive here yeah this yeah so. totally impressive chris singleton's got a good group here right yeah it is. i'm seeing students doing exactly everything i've been talking about I right love here that. yes well on that happy note we will be back next week with caroline j phillips talking about being intentionally local as a photographer and videographer until next week, see you later. You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton.